Good morning, and we welcome back to the program Congresswoman Erin Halchin, who represents Indiana's 9th Congressional District on Capitol Hill. Good morning to you, Congresswoman Halchin. Good morning, Tom. And uh, some, of course, the uh, big news out of uh, Washington, D.C. Uh, last week, the House of Representatives now has a speaker. And uh, your thoughts on the uh, selection of Mike Johnson as the speaker? Yeah, I'm very happy with the selection of Mike Johnson as our speaker. He's a strong conservative uh, Christian that leads with his faith. And um, he's hit the ground running and done a great job in a, in a really difficult situation. Our conference is very diverse in terms of ideology on the right. So we've got Republicans that have won in districts that Joe Biden won by 15 points. Uh, they, they, these are some of the people that delivered the majority. It's only a slight majority by about four seats right now. And so you've got very, very red districts um, like the ninth. And then you have, you know, purple to blue districts that are represented in our own Republican conference. Um, I do think Mike Johnson is the one to unite us. You saw that as evidence of him getting unanimous support from Republicans on the House floor. I'm excited about what is to come and the agenda that we have yet to to move forward um, yet this the rest of this year. And uh, another big topic of discussion, of course, is the ongoing situation uh, between uh, Israel and Hamas. And uh, um, have you had any uh, updates as far as, uh, at least on the congressional level, that you can speak of? Well, there have been several briefings, um, and, you know, we're monitoring the situation. We've already passed a DOD approach bill that has its funding for Israel in it. That is sitting in the Senate. We've been considering um, supplemental funding for Israel. We'll, we will be taking that up this week. Uh, the administration, the Biden administration, had asked if we would put Ukraine and Israel and border security in into one supplemental. Uh, we're not going to do that. We're going to have Israel be our, uh, our uh, supplemental will be only Israel. Uh, and um, we're going to be taking up border security and others in our approach process. Um, so we are going to be right there with our friend and ally Israel with strong support. One of the things I did want to just note, Tom, is that there's a lot of anti-Semitism uh, occurring across the nation, uh, at, at particularly at our universities. Um, there was a terrible incident that glorified the, the killings uh, and, and made martyrs of, of the uh, terrorists that attacked, um, horrifically attacked um, Israelis. Uh, and I am a graduate of George Washington University, where it happened, and um, we, the alumni that are in Congress, did convene a a meeting with the president of George Washington to um, determine what action they will be taking and what they're doing to protect the Jewish students. And I think that's something that um, you know we're certainly going to be monitoring nationwide as incidents continue to take place. Yeah, because I heard of one incident where it was a college in, uh, I believe, in uh, New York City, where the um, there were Jewish students who were uh, barricaded uh, for their own safety from uh, pro-Palestinian uh, demonstrators. Absolutely uh, terrifying. Trying to, and then you've seen over uh, in Russia there was an attempt to uh, get, uh, gain access to Israelis that were on a flight um, coming into Russia. Uh, so we need to do everything we can to protect our our Jewish um, community, uh, and, you know, the United States has always stood strong with Israel. We, we uh, recognized uh, Israel's statehood 75 years ago within just minutes of, of them um, making that declaration, and uh, it's a strong partner in the Middle East. Uh, we're going to do whatever we can to, to support them in their efforts to 
uh, fight back against uh, this uh, horrific attack by Hamas and make sure that it, it doesn't happen again. Okay, so again, to uh, recap, uh, it'll be uh, the Israeli act will be uh, a separate from um, border security, and then also uh, another separate bill would be uh, Ukraine is what uh, Congress is looking to act on. We're just going to not consider that as a Christmas tree package. Um, you know, there, the war in Ukraine has had it's been fraught with um, problems of accountability and where the money is going and. Um, that's been a frustration for several uh, members of Congress and their constituencies. Certainly, I hear about it in our district. So we are not, uh, the House is not looking to, um, House Republicans aren't looking to combine any funding for Israel with other things. Um, we want a straight up uh, Israel funding bill um, to be brought to the House floor, and uh, that should happen this week. All right. And then with that, we're going to go ahead and take a quick time out. We'll continue our conversation with 9th District Congresswoman Erin Halchin right after this. Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go. Let To Go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To Go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. Batesville To Go, big city convenience, small town taste. And welcome back as we continue our conversation with 9th District Congresswoman Erin Houchin. And uh, uh, you introduced a uh, bill to help identify overlooked students with dyslexia. Of course, this is something that's uh, near and dear to your heart. Yes, thank you, Tom. Uh, I'm a parent of a child with dyslexia. Uh, My son, Graham, who's 14 now, was first diagnosed as a third grader. Uh, And we uh, I've been immersed in this issue, contending for students uh, with disabilities since that time. Uh, as a mom and a parent, you, you know, you, you see things when when you're in that situation that uh, it just urges you to do more for all students. Uh, we lack resources in southern Indiana, so my husband and I uh, started a nonprofit to help train and tutor uh, teachers and uh, train <laughs> teachers and tutors to help these students. Um, and the 21st Century Dyslexia Act is just adding on to the work that we've already done. I did the universal screening for dyslexia. That bill was uh, my bill in the state legislature Uh, in Indiana. We're screening all students in kindergarten through second grade for the signs of dyslexia. It's a reading disability that affects 20% of Americans. And uh, we have failed in how we are teaching kids to read uh, and have been failing with literacy rates declining uh, substantially over the years. So I'm in this fight to improve our literacy rates and make sure that no student and it falls through the cracks and all students can achieve their full potential. Uh, so the 21st Century Dyslexia Act, it adds a definition for dyslexia in the federal code. Um, the reason that's important, Tom, is that right now it's listed as a specific learning disability related to reading. It's really not defined. And so if you get that, if you get a dyslexia diagnosis, you can't have dyslexia necessarily in your IEP or your individualized education plan for your students. Um, it says specific learning disability related to reading, and it doesn't really tell you what you're, what you're dealing with. So we want to make sure that the definitions in the IDEA, uh, the Individuals with Disabilities Education Act, uh, are clear so that it's clear for parents and students and teachers. We know that students with dyslexia can succeed uh, if they're just taught in the right way. I've seen that firsthand with my own son who 
you know, when he got first diagnosed in third grade, he was reading at a first grade six-month level. And now he's a freshman in high school in honors English and um, fully caught up in reading above grade level. So it's possible. Uh, and we are doing a tremendous disservice to these students if we don't identify it and prop- properly accommodate and um, educate these kids. And that's what I'm on a mission to do. And, of course, toward that end, uh, you'd introduced a resolution to uh, increase awareness about dyslexia in the House. Yes, I joined. We have a dyslexia caucus of other parents that have students or children with dyslexia. Uh, Bruce Westerman of Arkansas, French Hill of Arkansas. Um, they've been leaders in their own states. Uh, and then uh, Julia Brownlee um, and Larry, Dr. Larry Bouchon from the 8th District in Indiana. All of us are members of the uh, dyslexia caucus and we uh, did uh, introduce a resolution in honor of dyslexia and, and learning disabilities awareness month um, to bring attention to, uh, further attention to the issue and then uh, finally uh, congresswoman Erin Houchin, uh, the uh, week ahead uh, what uh, can we expect to hear uh, coming out of uh, dc this week and, and in particular the house of representatives so the uh, when republicans retook the house we we restored regular order uh, so in the House, we've been processing our appropriations bills, and rather than having an omnibus bill, we've been uh, handling every um, bill, 12 appropriations bills in single subjects. It helps uh, create transparency for the American people and for, for the members uh, to understand exactly what within each um, bucket we're funding. It helps us also to make spending cuts um, with a scalpel rather than a, you know, a, a sweeping cut. Um, and uh, we're going to be dealing with some appropriations bills this week. Under the previous uh, stopgap funding measure for the government, it expires on November 13th. So we are going to be working fast and furious, um, dealing with three different appropriations bills this week to try to get the remainder of our bills across the finish line and, and start negotiating with the Senate um, to accomplish what we want to in terms of reducing our, our spending levels. We're out-of-control spending has been a problem for many years, Republicans and Democrats uh, alike, and we are on a mission to try to turn this ship around, um, and you'll, you'll see that in our funding bills this week, uh, working to cut spending to pre-COVID levels, which, which we think is the least we can do uh, under the circumstances uh, as we try to get uh, our sea legs under us and, and get back on a better, uh, stronger uh, financial footing for the United States. All right. So, again, uh, and uh, just to wrap up, uh, in case they uh, need to get in touch with you, it's uh, halchin.house.gov. That's right. All right. Awesome. All right. Well, Congresswoman Erin Halchin, we appreciate your time. As always, stay well, and uh, we look forward to uh, talking to you again in about two weeks. Thank you, Tom.